Welcome to Canine Revolution Radio. Presented by Canine Revolution Dog Training. Enhancing the dog and owner relationship through education, balance, and pack instinct. Alright, so first episode of Canine Revolution Radio. The purpose of this radio is going to be to educate everyone out there as far as dogs go, dog behavior, dog psychology, and other topics. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Definitely. Uh, so anyway, today's episode is going to be our introduction episode to the hosts. So sometimes I might be here, Chad, uh, Chris might be here, Kevin might be here. We may have some guests on. It may be one of us. It may be all of us. We don't know. We'll see what happens. So anyway, we just kind of want to do a quick overview of who we are, uh, some of our hobbies, some of our interests, <laughs> and kind of kind of get to know each other, kind of hear some background stories, how we got into dog training. So we'll start off with Chris. Chris, what are some of your interests? What are some of your hobbies that you do outside of dog training? Oh, I was going to say dog training. <laughs> I figured uh, that one. I mean, I pretty much like anything outdoors. So I like camping, hiking. Um, but yeah, any, pretty much anything outdoors. I, li- I like being out, out in the woods. I like spending time with my family. Uh, I like spending time with you guys as well. Oh, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. We're up there, boys. <laughs> All right. Kevin some of your hobbies outside of dog training well I mean, pretty much is the life right? All right. <laughs> it is the life <laughs> outside of dog training and eating at jd's that's work related so it doesn't count as a hobby yeah i like i like tech stuff you know uh tanker computers building them uh i used to build websites and stuff like that really got into that um Outside of that, I do my own reading, usually like battle stuff. Like we've talked about it before with uh, Richard Marcinko, yep. one of my favorite uh, guys to read about, so stuff like that. All right, then for me personally, some of my hobbies are working out and shooting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I used to enjoy eating Oreos. However, I've cut <laughs> Oreos out of my diet, now so that's no it. longer one of my hobbies. Can we, go, can we cut the cabinet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you don't find anything in there, boys. Yeah, except Oreos. <laughs> Or cream puffs or something. But yeah, basically outside of dog training, I like hanging out with the family, like working out, like shooting stuff. Who doesn't? Good to go. I like eating stuff too. Who eating doesn't? Some sandwiches, eating some steaks, some Oreos. Not Oreos. Cut the Oreos out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are some hobbies outside of dog training. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, Chris. To you, what are some of your favorite aspects of dog training? Um, so, for me, it's uh, working with challenging cases, I guess you would say. So, um, dogs that have high levels of insecurity or high levels of anxiety, dog reactive, um, things like that. Those, uh, it, it really brings a lot of joy to get to to help those dogs out and help the owners um, kind of provide them with a good, uh, healthy relationship with their dog, help them establish that. Um, so that brings me a lot of joy, work taking those cases on that where people say, you know, my dog's aggressive or whatever, they're biting people, going after other dogs, um, you know, being able to assess that situation and say, hey, your dog's just afraid. Let's build this confidence. Let's, let's give you some healthy tools. And uh, being able to work through that with an owner and the dog is, is very rewarding. And I, I probably enjoy that the most for sure. Nice. And Chris does have a reputation of when he goes to consult those high aggressive cases, he just 
takes a couple bites during the consult. No doesn't matter. Yeah, business <laughs> as usual. Toy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> got a couple scars. Got a couple scars. It's all good. It's all good. All right, Kevin. What's one of your uh, most enjoyable parts about dog training? I think just being able to effectively communicate with another species is pretty. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable because you know at this point now it's automatic. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go home, my dogs are doing a certain thing. I can automatically, I automatically know what they're thinking, what's going on, how they're feeling. Are they, you know, uncomfortable? Are they comfortable? You know, what to do in certain situations. So just learning that was really, really joyful and a very rare quality. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. For me, I think it's a hybrid of, you know, working with that dog because I really enjoy just being one-on-one with the dog. I like, you know, long walks with dogs, you know. On the beach? (laughs) 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 I just enjoy that bond you get when you're walking, you know, not leash pulling walking, but nice, you know, solid, obedient heel position walking. You know, you've got that bond going and helping the dog work through problems like you talked about. Uh, behavioral issues, you know, or Kevin talked about knowing when that dog's relaxed or not when they're relaxed. So helping that dog work through that, to me, really enjoyable, you know? Sure. And if someone's watching me, they just see me and a dog, you know, hanging out in the park. They're like, what the heck are those guys doing? But to me and the dog, you know, like you talked about, Kevin, we're communicating. There's so much more going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on that, you know, people that don't know know what we do or, you know, how we're communicating, they don't even see it, you know what I'm saying? And then also working with the dog owners, helping them to achieve what they always wanted to achieve with their dog, whether that be some type of specialty, obedience, or something like that, or rehabilitating those crazy cases. You know, Mm -hmm. my dog used to bite my family, used to attack my family, and now, you know, they're perfect, you know, like Chewy, that kind of scenario, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's really rewarding as well, but I enjoy all of it, you know what I'm saying? So, but all right, so good stuff right there let's talk a little bit about how you got into dog training okay so chris start us off talk to us a little bit about how you got into the dog training world you know and with canine revolution just a quick easy not to go detailed but quick and yeah easy. so i mean bottom line my dog vader is what got me into the dog training world um he's um you know has has some insecurity which led to uh, some some fear aggression towards dogs some pretty a pretty bad case of fear aggression towards dogs where uh, it, it was it was pretty intense he would intently go after some dogs and try to do some damage um, got involved with you Chad um, you started kind of helping me give him some giving me some pointers and things like that um, and you know started implementing them they were working so I went all in started doing the the, the training uh, program saw a lot of good results took some time but you know, we stuck it out and uh, I, I really enjoyed the process so much so that I, you know, I applied it to my other two dogs, Lola and Leia. Um, and it was around that time you were looking to bring somebody on and I was, I was like, let's do it. Sign me up. So uh, working through those issues with, with Vader, I think, is probably why I have a, a soft spot for those types of cases. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what gave me the passion to do it for sure. Yeah, good to go, boys. All right, Kevin. How did you get into the dog training stuff? Well, I thought it was just really cool. Like uh, during my time in the Department of Corrections, we uh, on the contraband team, we had to escort the canines and watching those guys communicate with the dogs, knowing how to read them. You know, dogs reacting the second they gave them a command. I was like, man, that is really, really cool. Really something I'd like to do. You know, of course, uh, after I got out, uh, I believe you had you had just moved back or were about to. 
so you were doing it. Then I got Lulu, which again, like Vader, uh, no inhibition, you know, pathological, rewarded through that insecure mindset to the point that it was just pathological and just pure dominance. We go after dogs, wouldn't stop. So wanting to be able to read her and effectively, you know, train her to where she's at now, you know, that really got me into it. So yeah. once you had that opening, you know, you know, I was about to go to Vegas. I was about to take a job <laughs> in Vegas for a company I didn't enjoy anymore. Mm-hmm. And I called you up. I was like, uh, let me come clean your kennels. <laughs> rest is yep. history, you know. Yeah. Good to go, boys. Oh, yeah. All right. For me, you know, same kind of story. It's funny because for the three of us, at least, we got into dog training because of the stuff we were struggling. You know, like in Kevin's case, he was impressed by the corrections canines. You know, I was impressed by dog trainers in general because I would see random videos or whatever of dogs doing very nice sharp impressive behaviors you know and i was impressed by that i always thought it was cool and then i got a dog uh, bane my doberman who was displaying you know aggressive type reactive behaviors to other people other dogs even me so i started off in the dog training because of that i was stationed out in san diego at the time uh, in the navy So I got involved with the company out there. They were doing old school style training, which at the time I thought was the way to go. However, as time went on and I was working with Bain uh, within this company, uh, he was basically the one they couldn't figure out. You know, they couldn't figure out why he was doing what he was doing. He's just always gonna be that way. You know, just put an eye bite patch on him and just call the day and just be careful. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really accept that. So I left that company, started seeking out you know, other uh, dog trainers I could get, you know, information from and learn from. And that's when I stumbled upon, you know, Michael Ellis and guys like that, learn from those guys, then moved back to South Carolina, started up Canine Revolution with a compilation of everything we learned and doing what we do today. And very happy to say, you know, that all that learning process that took place, Bain was, you know, uh, taught that those behaviors aren't allowed and our bond changed 100%. Once I could communicate effectively with him and learning about engagement and learning about, you know, uh, rewards-based training and all that type of stuff changed the game. You know, we implemented that into the canine revolution system, which is what you guys are doing now, what we're all doing now with the dogs we work with every day and our own dogs, you know, but for us, and you guys know this, but for us, education never stops, you know? So even though you know, I learned from all those people, even though we have learned together, we still are doing research. We're still, uh, you know, tr- you know, learning as much as we can to add to our tool belt as far as dog training goes, because it's something that's never going to, you can never stop learning because they're living, breathing beings. You know, there's not going to be one way to specifically do it every single time. And so that's kind of what uh, we do as professional trainers in Canine Revolution, which I think is different than what a lot of people do out there. A lot of other training companies, I think they don't do it that way, which is, uh, you know, not fair to the dogs. There's so much you can learn. And the other thing too is, you know, we may uh, talk to other dog trainers, but there's a lot of dog trainers out there that don't want to talk to anybody. Right. You know, they don't want to talk to other trainers, you know, and we're open to you know, we want to have conversations and educate each other and learn new things and get different perspectives. Yeah, I think they you want their saying? ideas to be challenged, you know what I mean? Yeah. They have that one way and they're stuck in it. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do is to talk to people and, you know, learn a bunch of different viewpoints. Every yep. dog's different. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. there is no, there, there shouldn't be any standard for 
you know, dog, like, hey, this is the way to train a dog. You know, every, just like people, everybody's, everybody's different. You know, I, I've got, I got two brothers and, you know, I, I, I joke, but we were kind of raised a little bit differently. Some, some things work better for me that didn't work for my brothers. And I think, I think dogs are the same way. You know, you have every, every dog has their own thing going on and we, how, how can we best reach that dog? Each dog's motivated by different things. And it's our job to find out what that is and use that um, in a way, like you said, that's, that's fair to them. For right. Sure. And so uh, with that being said, uh, one of the things that we believe in here at Canine Revolution is what? Education. So that's the purpose of starting up this Canine Revolution radio is, uh, you know, to provide more education to dog owners, people interested in dogs out there in the world. Uh, but also, you know, when we're presenting a topic, we're, we may figure something out we haven't heard of before or we may research something that we haven't really uh, delved into that deeply before it's going to be education for everybody and just sharing our thoughts in an open format um, you know based on what we're figuring out what we're finding our experience you know because we've trained you know tons of dogs so that gives us a lot of experience to base you know everything that we're doing off of you know but again uh, like we've said everything you know evolves a little bit because with this dog you're gonna have to do something a little bit different with that dog you're gonna have to do something a little bit different but if you understand the principles of dog training the learning theory the psychology the conditioning the behavior all that stuff combined and your experience that allows you to to adjust what you're doing to each scenario so anyway this is our introduction episode canine revolution radio uh, a little bit about us personally how we got into dog training what our vision and mission is for this radio. Um, feel free to provide feedback if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, you know, feel free to provide feedback uh, via social media or email us, whatever you need to do. You can also send us, we'd love to hear back from you, send us uh, topics for future podcasts as well that we can cover, uh, you know, in relation to dog stuff and sometimes not related to dog stuff so we may talk about some stuff that's not really related to dogs you know but stuff that we're interested in so anyway continue to tune in subscribe to our channel we appreciate you guys you listeners out there i appreciate you guys chris and kevin for what you guys do every day and helping everybody and helping the dogs we help with so uh anyway see y'all later